Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. Ephraimites and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Reinbold, and this is the House of Ephraim show today. We do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbold. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time, that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois out what we call lovingly the corn patch, and you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God. And I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprofit.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material, not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service. And we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity, again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that. 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Decker. Well, we're talking about the, how to understand or the understanding of the invisible things of God. What a subject. Uh, it's, it, it, it's, I, I remember back when things began to happen supernaturally to me, and as I talk about being eight years old and the open visions uh, began to, to happen to me, I, I, you know, honest to golly, you know, somehow, because I didn't know any better, I thought everybody had things like that happen to them. And as the years begin to pass, I begin to realize how few people um, had any of those kind of things happen to them. Now, again, I realize we've got people with uh, hearing the voice of God, and we've got people all over North America and the world that's having visions and dreams and this, that, and everything else. I, uh, I'm i not going to say that I don't know everybody, so I can't say that the that they're not, but not all of these visions and dreams and visitations and voices are coming from God, most of which, 99.9% of which are coming from familiar spirits. They don't know that, so they can't, uh, you know, uh, I mean, after all, you know, you know, you open the door to Satan real, real quick when you want to hear from God. Well, we should all want to hear from God, shouldn't we? Yes, and we all do. You hear from God every day. Absolutely every day. He is a spirit, and so how's he going to speak to you? He's going to speak to you by and through your spirit. You're made up of a spirit first, uh, uh, a soul and a body, and that's that's the way that it all works. And God is uh, desperately trying to get uh, get us in line so we can understand. Now, we, we talked about uh, Monday, we, we talked about... Uh, a blueprint, and how a blueprint is something that is there before your eyes. The building hasn't been built, but you can see you can see by looking at that uh, what that building is going to be like. And 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 you know the the key again is that you're going to have to let the right image be imprinted into your spirit. You're, you're going to have to. Uh, then you can then you can you can live out the reality of the promise of God's word for your life. And, and again, you have, brothers and sisters, you have the authority to choose the words that you speak. And I know I covered this, uh, but it's so strong. It's so strong. If, if people could just understand, you are what you speak, okay? You are what you speak. And, and you, you're going to have to grow up enough to understand that. But, but again, when, when we look back, on the way of, of which we were, most of us anyway, were churched um, through the years, it was never in any great depths. Oh, I know that there was places and times and points where people felt that they had great depths of faith that they could teach and, and this, that, whatever. And I'm not saying that for the time that, which they were on this earth, maybe maybe there was somewhat truth to that. But the but the key is is the truth will make you free. 
the, the, the key is to understand how all of this process works. And, and uh, the, the sad thing is that, uh, you know, for most of us, bless God, we can only see what's around us. Uh, what we see on TV or in a, reading a book or what that, you know. And yet there's this other world, this other real world. The scriptures say that is the real world. It's there. And somehow we have to try to learn to operate back over into that world from whence we came. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not about to ever tell anybody that that's an easy thing because God gave you five senses, okay? And those five senses were given to you and I and to mankind in order for us to operate within them. Now, we've operated in them in, in some of your cases for numbers and numbers of years, and then you begin to find out that, hey, I can reach over into and operate into the supernatural world through the name of Yeshua, the Son of Almighty uh, Lord God Yahweh, and, you, and you, can, you can do that. But, it, you know, again, it takes time. Now, uh, you have to understand the words you speak, uh, uh, bless God, that's going to create. Every time you speak something, it creates. You know, I used to all the time, and I'm not sure whether I did this uh, on Monday or not, but if not, let, let's try it now. If you just uh, simply close your eyes, and I'm going to speak something, and then you, then you, you understand uh, you'll, you'll have an image that will come into your mind because you'll relate to the, this, this, this that I'm about to say. Uh, McDonald's Big Mac. Now, what, what, did you, what did you see? What did you see in your mind? What image was there? Well, you probably saw the golden arches, the McDonald's sign out front there, and you may have, if you're a, a fan of the Big Mac, uh, you uh, probably saw a Big Mac and fries and maybe a Coca-Cola or whatever you might drink with that. Well, that, that's, that's, what you, that's what happens when words are spoken. When people say, oh, you, look, you don't look good today, what what are they what what image is coming into you? Okay, that's what you've got to learn. That's what you've got to learn to protect. You have to you have to. And folks, I'm going to tell you what uh, I I am a a loner, a, a recluse. I mean, I don't know people wonder how in the world that I do what I do being that way. Well, I'm sorry, but that that's just the way I am. I very seldom ever leave. Uh, uh, my my home very seldom. The only time I leave my home is to see my grandkids, and that's it. I spend hours upon hours every day between uh, studying, meditating, fasting, and prayer. Not every day. I don't fast every day, but I I spend my time before the Lord God. Now, uh, I think uh, without any any argument at all to come out of it, you can understand that's what produces such a powerful amount of God's anointing in these quarterlies that we have. So this last one we were in, I, you know, it was astonishing at the way God moved by his anointing. Uh, powerfully did he do that, and he will do that again in April. But, but again, you have to understand, I, I think this thing in Mark 11, 23, it, 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 it always fascinated me so much to think, that the Lord was saying this. He says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever, now you probably ought to circle that word whosoever for that, or you ought to uh, put next to it me, 
okay, uh, uh, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. And, and uh, folks, that, that you're talking about strong. And, and, you know, for the most part, the church look, can look at that and say, well, you know, uh, he, you know, the son of God and all. I mean, but, but you see the latter part of this, but shall believe that those things which he has, he says shall come to pass. And, and you don't doubt in your heart, you believe it will come to pass. He says he shall have whatsoever he saith. Do you realize what kind of a door that that opens up for you and I? My Lord and my God, brothers and sisters, uh, it, 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 there, there, there is nothing being held back from us. The only thing that holds us back is you and your case, me and my case. Because God, evidently, was so sure about his word, and he is, why not? He's God, that his holy son would speak such a passage that would be what? would go down through 2,000, more than 2,000 years, and it's still prevalent today. But how much of the, how many centuries went by, and these were just words? How many people in the church today, these are just words that were written? These words are truth. They're life unto those that can find them. Now, how do you find them? Well, you know, again, you have to understand, you have to get the image right, okay? You've got to, you've got to, You've got to see yourself, as I'm always telling people, you need to see yourself healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's all, you know, you, you need to see yourself that way. You, you don't, uh, you don't uh, in any way, shape, or form, let anything or, or anybody change that image that you have of yourself like that. Um, if you can do that, I, you know, I pointed out here, I don't know, a few weeks ago, using the same verse in something I was teaching, uh, that uh, the key is, uh, how do you not doubt in your heart, okay? Well, again, that's another step to this thing. The first thing we've got to get you doing is speaking the right things, all right, placing that image of the right things, and then I'm going to tell you, in time, you'll begin to really believe it in your heart. You know, it's like everything else. You you have to experience things. You've got to, you've got to see things uh, come to pass, in order to, to, you know, to encourage you that, yes, you're on the right track. Yes, you know, that, that, that's the way this is supposed to work. And you know this God that we serve? I'm going to tell you something. He will see to it that these things work. You, you think God's going to let you fall on your nose? No. You know, I learned that uh, uh, early on, and then I learned so much, much more about that statement as I begin to travel the third world. And all the time, different times that uh, that I was uh, approached uh, by the Buddhist and the Hindu and the Muslims and any other uh, <laughs> type of religion that's out there, and and each time, each time, I would after being confronted, I'd say, "Hey, let's see what your God does." Well, folks, I, you know, I don't know whether you've ever been in a situation like that. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, that uh, maybe you'd ever want to be in that situation. I, I didn't myself. But I knew one thing, that God had sent me to the third world. I knew that God had equipped me to go into the third world 
with his anointing and his word. And so I, I, I just put it online. If God be God, let him be God. If he's not God, we're wasting our time. Let's find, let's find some other God to serve. And I know that that attitude doesn't set well with the church. But the fact of the matter is, folks, it's the truth. He's either God or he's not God. This stuff is either the truth or it's not the truth. But if you'll step out, you have to step out in faith. And all I can remember, I'd say, well, you just, you pray here. Let's see, and I'd always bring somebody up out of those big audiences that had something wrong with them that you could see. I mean, it wasn't something that on the inside that you couldn't see. No, these people were blind, lame, uh, deaf and dumb, had bones that were Oh, twisted so bad it was unbelievable. And uh, anyway, they oh they and what I loved about it, if you put them on on the spot like that, and because you know, and I just tell them always through an interpreter, of course, because I didn't speak the language. But I just say, hey, you just tell tell this tell this guy here, if this God that he's serving is so great, then let's see his God do a miracle. And 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 so he'd say that, and the guy he'd oh yeah his God did, or do, actually I think no I'm sorry I'd say ask him if his God does miracles, and every time of course they said yes, and then I'd turn around and I'd find somebody said bring him up here, I say now tell him let's see his God perform a miracle here so we'll all know that he's 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 God, and folks this went on for years and years and years, and not one time. Not one time in all of those years and all those confrontations did anyone ever, by their God, bring anything to pass. And every time when they finished, I'd say, "Is are you done? Are you finished?" They'd tell the interpreter, "Yes, that they they were finished." And I'd say, "Now you tell them to watch." what my God does. Watch very closely what my God is about to do. And every time this Shakin this glorious God that we serve, Lord God, manifest himself and the blind would walk and the lame uh, the, the blind would walk. The blind would see, the lame would walk. I remember one time of grabbing onto a bloody looking tumor on the side of a, the neck of a, of a man. And God said, just pull it off, throw it on the ground. Pulled that thing off and threw it on the ground. And, 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 and bless God, as I stood there, his skin just, I mean, immediately uh, healed over. You couldn't even tell. You, there was no scar. There was nothing. Yeah, I saw a lot of those people that served those other gods. I saw, I saw them turn. I saw them turn to the Lord God, Yahweh, through the Father. And uh, what was it about? Well, I'm going to tell you what it was about. It was about learning what I'm trying to teach you here. You have to, you folks, you've got to begin somewhere. You've got to start by speaking the right things. Don't, don't deny your faith because you're speaking into the things that look to be what they aren't, okay? You can never call those things which be. Uh, that's contrary to the word. You can never, you can never say that. You, yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. no, no. You have to have that blueprint, that image, in your head, and always see yourself whole. Uh, for people that have uh, have uh, the gifts of healing uh, in their in in them, uh, bless God. That's that's again a lesson that uh, 
that God taught taught me. You know, you you've got to see them. I had to see the people in wheelchairs get up and walk when they come through the door. I, I had to, I had to get to the point where I could see people on on crutches, uh, putting the crutches down and running up and down the aisles. I had to see the blind seen. Uh, all those things. You have to learn to do that. And in order to do that, and again, that, that, that didn't happen to me overnight. I wish that it had of it. took a number of years, as a matter of fact, or a couple of years, I think it probably was, come down to really counting them all out. But um, it was still, but it took years to develop it, years to get to the point where you had the kind of nerve to say in front of uh, huge crowds, you know, bring up, you bring your, you bring your, uh, your God and come up here and we'll just we're, we're about to see we're about to see what your God can do, and again their God can't do anything, and I can tell you, as an absolute fact, traveling the third world, never one time, never one time, did their God produce anything. Every time our God brought the miracle of whatever it was, and uh, and again, yeah, the faith come up in the people, uh, the the guy that. Uh, you know, the, the, whether it was a Hindu high priest or whatever, you know, they they if they left, they just they they tried to sneak out. You know, there's one of those things they wish they were about the size of an of an ant, so they could sneak out and nobody could see them. But what this is about? It's about this living God. But you see, you have to be able to speak. You have to be able to speak, and that mountain could be literal. I I once thought that it wasn't literal, and then. Lord God told me, he said, oh, no, oh, no, no, this this is literal. When I began to move storms and hurricanes and and the tornadoes and, 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 and those kind of things, uh, bless God, I, I, began, I began to realize that it was literal. That, yes, that mountain's got to be moved. It can be moved and, and tossed into yonder sea. Uh, we're, we're coming to a time when there's going to be a, even a greater display of the power of God's anointing um, in this generation and time. Uh, I'm so thrilled that uh, I'm, I'm starting to get through to enough of you that uh, some of you, anyway, are beginning to to walk into this stuff. And uh, for me, as, as a mentor, that's what this is all about. If I can't teach it, then it's not going to be, you know, if it only worked for me, then we got a problem, right? Because you'd always have to have me around. Well, the fact of it is, it's uh, God's no respecter of persons. If you if you want this bad enough, you you can you can you can get it. But like I told you, you're going to sell all the way out to the Lord. This isn't a a part time thing, so you can be cute on Sunday morning at, at church. This is this is life and it's death. It's blessings and it's cursings. You have to choose. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you something again. Uh, Satan knows that God's word is the truth. Okay. Now, the word of God, uh, the wor- wor- words produce after their, their their own kind, and they if you speak you know speak healing, you're going to see healing. You speak miracles, you're going to see miracles. You speak faith, there's going to be faith, and it goes on and on and on. But but you see what Satan has to do, he has to try to steal that truth from you. And and I'm going to tell you something. In the beginning, he's not going to have too tough a time. Uh, because people don't know enough, don't know enough. See, uh, Paul was trying to tell us that not to be ignorant of the devices of Satan, and uh, we are ignorant to the devices of Satan. 
because we don't understand how he does steal from us. And, and he does it, you know, he does it again. Uh, once he can get the image, once he can get the image in you seeing yourself sick, seeing yourself with cancer, seeing yourself broke, seeing yourself this, that, and everything, once he can get that you to have that, you know what? He's going to stand right there outside your door and applaud because he knows he's got you going down to the road where he can destroy you, okay? And he knows that. And so the battle, the battle, brothers and sisters, is not. You know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's not what we're battling. We're, we're fighting against principalities and powers and wickedness in high places. That's what we're battling against. You've got, you understand, you have already won, but you're going to have to get in the army. You've got to sign up for the army of God. You've got to get in, and you've got to do what? You've got to be trained. You've got to understand spiritual warfare because it really works and you're going to lose until you understand how to win. Amen? Amen. Let's go to Mark 4, the first verse. I, I, I really like this, this, uh, these scriptures because they're so real. And he began again uh, to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude so that he entered into a ship and sat in, sat in the sea and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things but parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sword to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and, and, devour, and devoured it up. And some fell on stony, stony ground, uh, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of, of earth, no root. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And the other fell on good ground, and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said unto him, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Uh... The parables, they, 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 were, they were tough. Uh, you know, the Lord, as the disciples came to him and they confronted him about, you know, the fact that, you know, you speak into them parables. Then you tell us, you know, and explain to us what it's about. And we're, we're about to get into that here. But it's so important because Yeshua said, it's given unto you to know, but unto them it's not given. It is given unto you, brothers and sisters, to know, to understand what this whole thing is about on both sides, that which you see, that which you don't see. And to be taught properly, to be trained properly, then you will walk in the power of God's word and the authority and the power of the name of his Holy Son, Yeshua, the rest of your days. But if you're not trained to do this thing, you're not going to be able to do it. Now, I know the Pentecostals, the Charismatics, they were... They were they talked a good stick, as we say here in the Midwest, but that's just about all that, that happened. And I'm not saying that they didn't have some good ministers. I'm not saying they didn't have some 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 de real decent messages. But those messages have to be taken to a greater depth than they were capable of taking them to. In other words, you can't you can't teach people to work the works of God unless you're working them. All right. Now, the tenth verse says, 
And when he was alone, they that, they that were about him with the twelve asked him the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that they that are without, all these are done in parables. Wow. And that's something. So it's not given to everybody. Listen to me closely, brothers and sisters. No, it's not. That's the reason that you can you can take the material that I minister. You can give it to your friends, your family. They may or may not listen to it, but even if they do, they're not going to understand it if it isn't given unto them to understand. I hope that helps some of you today, because some of you some of you struggle with that, and I, I understand that. I go, I've gone through the same struggles for years with uh, the different ones in my own family. But the fact of the matter is, you've got to do what you've got to do, all right? But it was given to you. You were cho- you were chosen to be part of this thing. Now, if they're not, you can't do anything about that. But what you can do is do something about the fact that you're chosen, all right? Praise be to God. That seeing, they may see and not perceive, and hearing, they may hear and not understand. And now, what's happening with your family and friends? Least at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? The sower soweth the word. So he go he you know, he goes right at this thing. And those that are by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Wow. So you see there again. These are the ones where the seed was sown by the wayside. Satan immediately comes and gets that. And these are they likewise which are sown on, on stony ground, who when they have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness. Now think about that. How many people have you ever been around that go, have gone to church with you or have come around the, the, the ministry here that you're now involved in? And bless God is so happy about that. But now listen to that 17 verse. They have no root in themselves, and so endure for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises, immediately they're offended. They fall away because they have no root. What, what does it mean, no root? The word's not in them. Not, not, the word is not entangled around their spirit and their heart and their mind. Okay? And, and, and you, you, have to, you have to understand that that's the way that it's, that it's got to be. But I'll tell you what, uh, how many of these people, that, that 16, 17 verse probably covers most of the people uh, that, that come, around, uh, come around this. They get in it and they think because they keep Sabbath or they're doing this, doing that, that all their troubles are going to leave tomorrow morning. There's not going to, you know, then all of a sudden, this it says, uh, it, so evidently, that, that bless God, affliction or persecution is going to come, isn't it? What's it going to come for? The word's sake, okay? The word's sake. And they're going to be offended. They're going to fall away. Well, like I said, uh, the motives for people being into this uh, movement is, uh, uh, it, it, it varies, like day and night in a lot of cases, that people don't, you know, people don't understand. That's the reason I've always said I, I think I get a lot of people's attention sometimes. I, I don't think they like the way I get their attention, but uh, I have certain things that I say that uh, sometimes actually makes people mad. 
I always say, well, that gives them an opportunity to get glad. But the fact of it is, if you come in, sit down, shut up, and learn something, you'll find out in about a year how stupid you really have been toward the things of God's Word and how smart this prophet really is. If you'll come in, sit down, shut up, and learn something. Uh, most people aren't interested in that. Most people are steeped in religion and have been taken over by that spirit uh, where they're just they're just floating by to make a stop that maybe they might be able to, to find something out that, uh, that they don't know so they can impress anybody that will sit down or stand around them long enough to hear it. There's really people like that, Prophet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's lots of people like that. Lots of people. Eighteen. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness riches, the lust of other things enter in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Now, how many people do, do you know that that happens to? Now, you know, that's the reason I keep driving into your spirits and minds the fact you've got to make this a 24-hour-a-day, seven-days-a-week effort with God. Because if you don't, I'm going to tell you what, uh, uh, the less of other things entering in, the seatfulness of riches, all the, uh, you know, this stuff will come up and bless God the next thing you know, bless God, it will choke the word. And uh, you begin to quit studying, fasting, and praying, hmm? seeking the face of God like you were. That's called a backslidden condition. And some of you listening today, uh, you know, you know very well what that is. Uh, but people say, well, well, what do you do about that? Well, I'm, I'm going to try to do a piece of ministry here before long uh, that will cover that subject. Uh, you've got to shake yourself out of those doldrums. I'll tell you what, you want to talk about Satan standing back and applauding. Uh, you know, just because you start into it doesn't mean that, oh, everything's going to be okay. Again, it takes 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You've got to be into it. Now, I'm not saying that you should stay home and not have a job. That's not what I'm saying. You get up, you, but you know, I've, I've, I've laid all that out. When we do the thing on fasting and prayer, if you haven't listened to that, you, you, need to, you need to listen to that for sure. And these are they that are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it, and bring forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100. And he said unto them, it is a candle brought to be put under a bushel or under a bed, and not to be set on a candlestick. For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested, neither was anything kept secret that it should come abroad. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Uh, the Lord God has been so gracious to open this up to us that, that we might be able to grasp on to it, especially in this day and hour that we live in. 24, and he said unto them, Take heed. Uh, what you hear and what measure you meant, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath to him shall be given, and him that hath not from him shall be taken even what he hath. So see, and that, that's what the danger is getting all this stuff, because people don't know this. Even though they've read it, who knows how many times, they still don't know what, what that, that this is real. It really takes place in their life. When you conform to the word, it, it will happen. Okay, I don't care good, bad, or ugly. It, it will take place. And he said, so is the kingdom of God, as if it were man uh, should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise day and night, or night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. No, you don't. 
For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, for the blade, then the ear, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth the sickle, because the harvest is come. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? With what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, is less than, than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. And with many such parables spake he uh, the word unto them, as they were able to hear it. But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. Why? Because they had to know, didn't they? And the same day, when the evening was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over to the other side. I think this is so great. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full of water. doesn't say that, but that's what it means. And he was in the hindered part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and said to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you not? Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now, you know, where this all happened was back over into, uh, um, I guess, the 35th verse, uh, uh, or 36th verse, when he said that they were going to go across uh, the sea, okay? Let us pass over unto the other side. That's what he said in that 35th verse. Uh, you see the image that he placed in his mind? He was going to the other side. The old adage here, and where I live, come hell or high water, he was going to the other side. So he was tired. He ministered all day. So he went back and laid down on a pillow, and, and the wind went to blowing. Do you think he didn't know the wind was blowing? Sure he did. You don't think he didn't know the water was getting in the boat? Yeah, sure he did. But see, he was going to the other side. It didn't make him any difference if he had to get out, walk on the water. He was going to go to the other side. And, folks, that is a perfect example of understanding the invisible things of God. Perfect example. See, you've got to speak it. you first got to see it. You've got to speak it. And no matter what came, that storm, what would you have done to miss that storm? Hmm? You, you, you may ask yourself that. What would you have done? Well, most of you put a life jacket on, jumped overboard, and hoped for the best, right? Okay. But that wasn't the way it was. Because what he was trying to do, because he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? You know what? You know why he was saying that? You guys have been around me. You've seen what what I can do. Now, and, and you're concerned about the wind and this storm and these waves. Forget it. Forget it. I have already seen the image. I placed it in my mind. I spoke that we're going to the side, and boys, we're going to the side. Now, of course, it, I'm mad living all that, but that's in general exactly what he was trying to say. Now, in, in Mark 4, he tells us the sower soweth the word. Uh, the word is a seed. 
that seed is programmed to reproduce itself. And you want to remember that. When you speak faith, you're planting the seed of faith, and it is programmed to do what? To reproduce itself, to reproduce faith. The promise of God is the seed. The earth always produces what you plant. There is no place on earth that will change what the seed is programmed to do. Nowhere. If you plant corn in China, corn will be produced. The, 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 the natural earth has to produce corn, for that is what the seed demands of it. Faith works exactly the same way, okay? Faith works exactly the same way. Mark 4:26, and he said, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and should sleep and rise day and night, and the seed should spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after the full corn, corn in the ear. Uh, now, of course, we read that before, but what I want you to understand is to notice it is the seed that makes a demand on the soil. When you speak the faith out of your mouth, the words of God, you're putting a demand. You're putting a demand on that word. That, that's the way God designed the heart of man, to produce what is planted there. Okay? You, your words mixed with God's words place a demand on the kingdom within. God's word is a seed that is programmed to produce after its own time. Your spirit will search the wisdom of God day and night to find a way to cause the promise of God to be manifest in our in our lives. Well, and that's so that's so important. Your spirit is, you know, again, your spirit is seeking out for you what it is that you that you want. That that's that's your spirit's job. That and that's what your spirit does within you. And and that your spirit while you're sleeping, your spirit is is working this thing out for you. You want to be careful what you're asking your spirit to work out. Okay? Well, I guess I'm going to die. I've got cancer. Wow. Think about that one for a while. Well, as I said, folks, it's time to grow up. It's time to understand that this thing really works. You put a demand upon the word, the word works. You get the image in your mind, put a demand on the word, the word works. But you've got to do it in the right order. And people just don't understand that. John fourteen twenty three says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Now, that soil, your heart is capable of producing whenever you make a demand on it with the word of God. The earth was made by God, and it is clearly revealing the invisible things of God. The invisible kingdom within you is capable of supplying everything that you demand through the word of his promise. Powerful. I'm telling you, folks, if you, if you can get a hold of this message, if you can, it, it will literally change your life. But you have got to look past the circumstances. You've got to get it seared into your mind, okay? No matter what the circumstance, you see what God said about it. Put that in your mind. Then speak it out of your mouth. Plan it. You're, then you're putting a demand. You're putting a demand on what? On your faith. You're put, and God's not going to let that down. Why? Because you're doing it right. Well, I tried that, but it didn't work. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You don't want to be, you don't want to be, you, you know, I, I, told, I told a man one time, 
years ago. He was, in fact, he was dying of cancer. And I made it quite a long trip because the family called me and asked me if I'd, you know, make a trip and go pray for this guy. And I said, yeah, I would, and I did. And uh, I prayed for him, and, and uh, two or three days went by, and the phone rang, and, and, he had, and he was better. And I was just glorifying God with him. I said, well, you know, that, that, that's absolutely great. I said, and you just keep every day. I said, no matter what kind of pain comes, I said, don't, don't succumb to the pain. Don't speak about the pain. Thank God for healing you and by the, stripe, by the stripes of his only son, Yeshua. And so, I don't know, a month or so went by, and, and uh, he called. And he said, well, he said, things aren't going so well. I said, well, wait, I said, wait, wait, wait a minute what do you mean things aren't going so well? Well, you know, da, da, da. he started and I said, you now have lost the image that I sat there and diligently taught you about that day that I prayed for you. You've lost the image. Now, I said, what you have to do now is to repent because doubt and unbelief is sin. I said, you repent and then you go back and say, Lord, I now, once again, receive, receive by the stripes that your Holy Son, Yeshua, Yeshua, bore upon the tree my healing. I said, and, and go back to doing the same thing, the same thing that I've taught you. I said, the, the doctors absolutely don't know what to think about, the, about you at this time, do they? Oh, absolutely not. He said, they, they told me I should have been dead a few months back. And, and yeah, he said, I've improved, but he said, you know, and, and I said, I, 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 I said, don't say it. Don't say it. I said, you are healed. You are healed by his stripes. I said, maybe this will help you. Whether you live or whether you die, any of us, we belong to the Lord God. Isn't that what the scripture tells us? Absolutely. Well, if we live or we die, we belong to him. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You, you, you would be a whole lot better received into heaven as to believing what you put into your into your into your the image that you put into your mind and speaking out of your mouth than to bless God to go home with all the doubt and unbelief that you have spoken. Okay? Chew on that for a while and see if that uh, that doesn't produce some some uh, some good fruit because it will. Real? Absolutely it's real. It works. But folks, you can control you can control your own destinies if, in fact, you learn how to do it. And you can do it. I mean, if I, if, hey, if, if, if what I'm telling you is not the truth, I could never have done that. But the fact of it is, I've done it for many, 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 many years, and I will continue to do it. Why? For the greater one is in me, okay? His words are life. They're truth and life unto those who can find it. I have let you find life here with teaching you about the other side, about how it works. Uh, yeah, uh, I've even had people say, well, isn't that kind of being deceptive by saying that you're well and you're really sick? I said, no, that's not being deceptive. That's not being deceptive at all. That's being stupid is what that's been. You, you, again, the church needs to grow up, and I mean grow up to understand how this thing works. Again, the, the, the spirit world only knows, spirit of darkness, that world only knows what it sees and what it hears. And after it keeps seeing you and hearing you produce the right fruit out of your mouth, they're going to go down the street and bother somebody else after a while. 
Why? It's not, you know, they're not getting anywhere. They're only going to stay. Folks, they're only going to stay where they're getting somewhere. Some of you need to repent right now. So, as I'm speaking for some things that uh, you've been wrestling with too, amen? Let me tell you something. God loves you, and you want to make sure that you know that every day. He loves you. He has given you. He has given you a gift. You know what that gift is? This prophet. He has taught me in great depths into his word. I've had to live it. This didn't wasn't just to teach it. Everything God taught me, I had to walk through. One time, He God teaching me about prosperity, and I thought I was going to lose my home, my car, and not have anything on the table. And uh, bless God, it takes a while. Amen. Amen. It does. Hey, thank you again so much. That's Prophet Tom Deckard, Mount Carmel, Illinois. Cradle of Hope Ministries. Again, you can get more information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. Get out there, do yourself a favor, find out what's going on here, and you won't be disappointed. So, again, you can also get more. All the tape series is out there on the website for you to get a hold of. I greatly encourage you to get all that. You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com, and we'll be praying for your prayer request. Again, that's cradle at jewishprophet.com. Shalom. Until next week, remember, with God, all things are possible. Thank you.